0: it's zo time welcome to zo time show presented by hoopsandbrews.com i will be your host for the day daniel belt and well laker fans it's it's happening it's what friday morning um and the fans are ready the fans are ready to protest the basically six years of incompetence that the lakers organization has shown um and they're sick and tired of the shit and they're ready to show some sort of action to kind of, like, make Genie Bus and the rest of the idiotic front office realize that, hey, like, we're sick of this shit. Like, we're not going to stand for this anymore. You can continue to live the lives you want, but, like, when it comes to who you're hiring, how you're hiring them, and what you're forcing them to do it's unacceptable we are the los angeles lakers we're supposed to be a model of success because in the modern nba we do have the most titles we've been to the most finals we should be this trademark for what you're supposed to be except ever since dr jerry Buss passed away r.i.p dr jerry bus the kids that have ran it after him are foolish they're both Moronic. They're both idiotic. Um, Jeannie's. Basically, what she told us a couple years ago was she wasn't going to be her brother. She wasn't going to run it like Jim Buss did when he hired Timofey and The Wall. Um, that we were basically out of his shadows. We were going to be a competitive basketball team again. And. I mean, no, it's been basically. The same utter bullshit that it was under Jim. And yeah, it's just, it's crazy how Laker fans have basically given you guys six years to fucking fix this shit. Um, We went, what, three, four, five-year rebuild after Kobe tore his Achilles. Like, we, we knew we were going to be shit. You lose Kobe Bryant to the Achilles, and... No one else wants to come play in L.A. because we're getting laughed at by LaMarcus Aldridge. Dwight Howard didn't want to sign. Um, And the only way you were able to get free agents is giving Luol and Timothy Mozgov an insane amount of money per year, plus lengths on the deals. That's how you were able to get someone to sign. You had to give them a ludicrous contract, which we had to trade away one of our young assets to do... It's it's not been fun. It's, We shouldn't go six years without making the playoffs. Before 2013, I believe the Lakers only missed the playoffs like three or four times in the history of Los Angeles. Fast forward to 2019. Not only have we doubled that, we've done it in a row. We've missed it six times in a row. This is not acceptable. Um... The fans have finally had enough. We're not the New York Knicks, right? Like, we've seen our team win championships. Not just one. We've seen it happen. There's a big difference between your grandparents seeing titles in 1970, like the Knicks did, and like Celtic fans, or actually winning multiple in the 2000s, or hell, even the 80s. There's a big difference between what happened in the 70s and what happened in the 2000s. And even as recently as 2010. So we've seen what the promised land looks like. We've seen what great teams look like. We've seen what a great coach looks like. We've seen what a proper front office is supposed to look like. And what have Jim Buss and Genie Buss done since then? The exact fucking opposite of that. And they give us a whole pile of shit. Okay, so last summer... You were able to hear Rob Polinka on almost every um, major network giving interviews. You saw him on ESPN, NBA TV, and I even believe TNT, where he was going on and on about this summer's process, um, the moves they're going to be making in free agency, and I kind of heard him just, just go on and on about like his job, what he's going to do, what he's planning to do, and yada, yada, yada. Fast forward a year later, after Magic quit. No one from the Lakers has done anything in the public for a month. It's, basically since a, it's been a, basically a month since Magic said, fuck it, I'm out. And what have Jeannie and Rob done since then? They've fucking hid. They've hid like the incompetent people that they are shown to be. We needed someone to say, hey, we're going to fix this. Even if we don't fucking trust you and we don't fucking believe you. We at least need to see some sort of togetherness, some sort of leadership. And you guys have shown nothing since then. We shouldn't have to hear from Lonzo, from LeBron, from Kuzma, from Josh Hart about what the hell is going on. We shouldn't have to hear it from Ingram as well. But yet we are forced to hear it from 20 to 22 year olds that are on our basketball team instead of the people that are actually running it especially after you tried to trade basically all of them at the deadline it's fucking you guys are cowards it's just stupid not only are you guys hiding the people you tried to trade away have spoken publicly about what the hell happened more recently than you guys have like that just shows me a lot about who you guys are as individuals and whether i think you're right for the job or not and listen, we've seen teams overcome, like, bad ownership. Um, the Clippers with um, Donald Sterling still made the playoffs a couple times with Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, and DeAndre Jordan. Um, with Dan Gilbert, the Cavs made the finals and won the finals. Luckily, they had David Griffin to kind of, like, balance that. But, like, they still had a idiot in charge. Um Probably a dozen, probably a lot more dumb owners that the team and the players kind of um, overcame the odds that the incompetence of their front office kind of established towards them. But, like, in order to win a championship, especially at this stage of LeBron's career, LeBron's not 29, 28, 27 anymore. He's, what, 33, 34... He's on the tail end of his career. It's not the prime LeBron that was able to rip through the Eastern Conference. We're going to need a solid foundation of not just five to six players. We're going to need 10 to 12 players that can actually contribute on any given night. And basically the complete opposite of whatever the hell the front office tried to do last year when they signed the meme squad. Um, It's just... My faith in this team is dwindling, especially with all of these um rumors that are coming out now. Tai Lu is fucking smart as hell for turning down this job. And yes, Tai Lu might not be the greatest coach, and to be honest, I wasn't that high on him. But compare him to the other candidates that we're bringing in, we're also giving other interviews to. He looks like fucking Einstein compared to those guys. And listen, Tyloo is also a title winning head coach. He also knows how to kind of coach and lead under LeBron. And so that that actually made sense. And we weren't able to get the basically. Tyloo was supposed to be the easy get. Hey, he's worked with LeBron. Hey, he played in LA. Um, he's basically like a free agent of coaches. Um he was supposed to be the slam dunk for coaches that we get. Like, if we couldn't find anyone, hey, go get Ty Lue because there's no way in hell he says no. But when you have Jeannie Buss, Linda Rambis, and Rob Palinka basically saying here, if you want to coach here, Kurt fucking Rambis has to be a part of this staff, this front office in some ways. No smart person is going to say yes to that. Who the hell wants to work with Kurt Rambis? I just don't get how, in 2019, after everything Kurt Rambis has tried to do after playing for the Lakers in like the 80s, how are you still able to say that's a basketball mind we want? One, his coaching record is like under 30%. He has shown he is horrible as a coach so why on earth in 2019 when we have LeBron James would we try to fucking stick Kurt Rambis on somebody like that doesn't make any sense and why Jeannie wants Kurt Rambis, why Linda Rambis wants Kurt Rambis, why Rob wants Kurt Rambis is they want a snake to report back to them this is what they're doing they want someone that's going to be loyal to them and be able to kind of snitch on the head coach when things aren't going their way, so they have somewhere, someone to blame, someone they can spin whatever PR bullshit onto us, fan that they can do. And any right-minded head coach is going to say hell no to the disaster show that we're showing. And the funniest thing is, is there are fans in LA that actually want Kurt Rambis. Not a lot. Not even like... of us want him. There are like a select few people on Twitter who are advocating for Kurt Rambis, are advocating for Jason Kidd, after given all of the information on both being frauds, being idiotics, being not... just not good basketball people outside of their playing days. And yet they still continue to kind of advocate for him because... Some Laker fans will always turn shit into gold. They will never be able to um, criticize their team in a negative way. There's just, there, there won't be. They're, they will stick up for whatever Genie or Rob are trying to do instead of realizing, hey, you can still love your team and realize they are making blunder after blunder after blunder. Just because you speak negatively about what's going on in your team doesn't mean that you're still loyal to them, doesn't mean that you're still a diehard Laker fan. You don't have to keep deep-throating whatever the hell they're forcing down your throat. You can say, nah, that doesn't seem like a smart idea. Because if you're advocating for Kurt Rambis in 2019, you're either on the best of weed, or you're just afraid to talk shit about your favorite team. Like, something just doesn't add up if you're advocating for Jason Kidd and Kurt Rambis. And listen, you look outside of Ty Lue as a head coach. Who else is there? Lionel Hollins? Okay. Frank Vogel? I feel more comfortable with uh, Frank Vogel as an assistant coach instead of a head coach, which was rumored to happen if Ty Lue took the job. He was going to maybe be on his staff. You heard the same with Tibbs. I feel a lot more comfortable and... Confident with Tibbs as an assistant coach on the Lakers more than a head coach. And if there is a slim chance that this happens, if Kurt Rambus and Jason Kidd are both on our head coaching staff next season, I don't know what the hell I'm going to do. Because I don't... If they somehow fumble their way into positions of power within the Los Angeles Lakers organization, it's going to be another shitmark mark on our legacy as a franchise because neither deserve the titles that they're going to be getting and like with regards to a coaching title not if we win if we sign those two idiots we're not winning a finals anytime soon so it's just it's disappointing because you have lebron james who's here for maybe two to three more years um this is the tail end of his basketball career and we're basically letting clowns run it and listen genie like the game is the game we criticized your brother in this way we hated jim we went to games to chant, get him out of here we chanted we wanted phil and you guys hire mike d'antoni But you fucking neglect us long enough. You treat fans and the franchise like shit. It's going to come back to bite you. You could talk your way out of a lot of things. You could try and have Ramona on ESPN try and spin whatever the hell you want her to spin. But sometimes enough is enough. And we've had enough of your shit. So today in L.A., A lot of Laker fans are going to voice their opinion, and hopefully they do it in the correct way, because there is a correct way to protest this, and there is a wrong way to protest this. Given the diehards of the Los Angeles Laker fans, I don't know which way this is going to go. I hope it goes the right way, because I feel even though the team facilities are in El Segundo, There will be enough national coverage, ESPN coverage, because ESPN LA is in LA Live right next to Staples Center. There will be enough camera. There will be enough people talking about it to where maybe they realize they got to stop being fucking idiots because that's what needs to happen. What's stopping LeBron James if we get no one to come this summer? If we continue to hire idiot after idiot? What's him to... What's stopping him from handing in a trade request? Could you imagine you being the franchise? I mean, LeBron's left in free agency, but can you imagine if you're the team that he actually requests a trade request from? You know how poorly ran you have to be for that to happen? And yet, the groundwork is there. The foundation of that happening is already there. You already heard Stephen A. Smith going on ESPN and saying that Someone inside Genie Buss' camp is wanting the Lakers to trade LeBron. So if that's already getting spun out there, what's to stop LeBron's camp from kind of just basically, basically saying, hey, if you don't fix this summer, we're gone. Just fix this shit this summer, we're gone. That's where I can see this all leading to. And then you look at Brandon Ingram, Kyle Kuzma, Alonzo Ball, Josh Hart. Why on earth would they want to stay here if they've only seen nothing but chaos and destruction? Like, they can either A, all ask for trades. Ingram's coming up on year four, so he's going to be needing that extension soon. He can either A, have another team give him a crazy uh, offer sheet, or B, sign a qualifying offer and get out after year five. Then you have Lonzo, who, I mean, has already shown that through his family, through his camp, that they can uh, make some waves about wanting to play in Phoenix or Orlando or anywhere else that might need a young point guard. Then you have Kuzma, who's also shown to be a media darling as well. So there is a way where this can go extremely bad for the Lakers, where they have, listen, the Lakers have LeBron James, a talented young core, and cap space. They also have the draws to being in L.A., they also have the history of winning championships. We have those five things going for us, which is a lot more than almost any other franchise. And yet people are staying away because of our front office. Because why on earth would you want to come here if A, we're ran by idiots, B, trying to hire more idiots, and C, have shown zero regards to caring about anything else besides having your friends and family run the business because that's all that is at this point genie you could have your social life outside of your business life you don't have to bring everyone in maybe you will learn that i don't know and then there are reports that we might be broke like the bus family because they they aren't the richest uh, ownership in la anymore that's balmer So we're supposed to at least have some sort of idea on how to fix this. And yet, we just don't. And we are tired of this as Laker fans. In April, May, and June, we're seeing other teams play and not us. That doesn't happen. And it's just... It's crazy. Like I just don't know how to put it into words how much we've messed up at every fucking turn. You know how hard it is to be in the situation that the Lakers are in right now? You signed LeBron James. You actually drafted young, talented players. And yet everything you've done after that is you've fumbled, you've fell down, and you've chosen the worst of all possible options at every single turn. And let's face it. I'm not going to be upset if the shittiness on the court continues to happen if it matches what's going on in the front office. I love the Los Angeles Lakers. I will always love them as my favorite basketball team. I will always watch their games. But my, emotion, my emotional investment in this team might have to kind of tamper my expectations on basically Lakers' expectations. If we continue to have Jeannie Buss, Rob Pelinka, Linda Rambis, and Kurt Rambis call the shots... I'm going to adjust my expectations. I'm not going to expect them to be good. And when I don't expect you to be good, I'll stop basically buying all your merchandise. I'll go to less and less games. I'll still go to games. Obviously, I'll still have some Lakers stuff around, but I'm going to stop spending all this income that I get on shit. I'll just stay at home and watch. Why go to a game... For a team ran full of idiots. Like, why support that? There's got to be ways in which us Laker fans can kind of help right the ship. We sell out both at home and on the road. We draw, we go to so many games on, on the road. Like, Laker fans lead the league in basically road attendance and basically home attendance. We go to games. We always almost are at the very top of the league in merchandise sold and mer- merchandise bought. Like, we lead the league in a whole bunch of shit, and yet these upper management people, they just don't care. And it's saddening, because you have a lot of faithful, devoted, die-hard Los Angeles Lakers fans that have stuck with you through the great days and through the six-year drought. And we finally had enough. We've never protested. This is the first time we're going to do this. Normally, in the summertime in Los Angeles, we line up to basically be at the Championship Laker parades. This time, we're doing it to protest year number six of not making the playoffs. Year number whatever of Jeannie Buss kind of not being who she was supposed to be, who we thought she was supposed to be. Um, And listen... We need to fix our shit because there are a ton of valuable free agents coming up this summer. We have Kawhi Leonard, who is doing fantastic in Toronto. He's being one of the best players in the postseason this season. You also have Jimmy Butler, who, against the Raptors, is the best player on Philadelphia. He Jimmy Butler is considered to be a consolation prize, but... The way he's playing, the way he always shows up for big games, the way he kind of just leads both on the offensive side of the ball and defensive side of the ball, he wouldn't be a bad like backup option. In my opinion, he should be looked at as, as a first option because the rumors are Kawhi's going to go to LA, Clay's going to stay, Kevin Durant's going to go to New York, and Kyrie is either going to go to New York or Brooklyn. So. You almost kind of have to throw all your chips at Jimmy Butler to try and put him next to LeBron because then you have Lonzo Ball, good defender. Jimmy Butler, good defender. Brandon Ingram, who is showing all the signs of being a good defender for many years to come as well. You put those three on the court at the same time with LeBron James and then you get a actual center that doesn't kind of like be a space cadet at times. We're going to look like a team that can win a championship. But again, why would Jimmy Butler come here if Philadelphia is being ran better than LA? It just doesn't make sense anymore at this time. Because we've seen LeBron can't do it all anymore. And yes, we were top four in the West when everyone was healthy. Yes, we are a playoff team when everyone is healthy. But again, the standards in LA are different than the standards elsewhere. We're not just trying to make the playoffs. We're trying to win the finals. There's a big difference between the two. And I argue this with a lot of people. What your franchise values as a success isn't what the Lakers value as a success. It's, did you win a ring or not? That's what Laker fans think. That's what the Laker franchise thinks. And for the past six years, we failed. We failed miserably. For the past six to eight years, we failed. In 2010, we succeeded. We need to get back to the standards of 2010, not 2019. I don't want to see fans just celebrating a playoff berth. We're not the Portland Trailblazers. We're not the Sacramento Kings. We're not the Dallas Mavericks. We're not the Houston Rockets. We're not the Oklahoma City Thunder. We value championships. We value, did you win the last game of the postseason or not? That's what it comes down to. And there, This summer is going to basically be the summer where we either... Write this ship or we just start becoming the new york knicks because as i tweeted out a couple days ago it's like we're playing horse but instead of horse the letters are knicks and with trying to hire jason kidd and kurt rambis we just picked up a c we are two more letters away from becoming the knicks and listen i don't want this shit to happen i don't want to turn into the knicks no one wants to turn into the knicks they haven't won since the fucking 70s my mom was barely born in the '70s. Um, It's a fucking long time ago. Nine years without a championship already feels like a lot. I couldn't imagine going 40 plus years of not winning. And I don't know. The the lack of Laker excitement, the lack of just the Lakers being a competent-ran franchise. You see a lot of the fans are either A being more angry at the team, or B, just not caring. Um, this is the first podcast I've done in like a month, and not going to lie, the kind of shit show that the Lakers have been kind of reduced my wantiness to record a podcast. Plus, there was just kind of like no news, no positive news to report on, and yeah, who the hell wants to come on here and say, hey, Monty Williams turned us down. Hey, Ty Lue turned us down. It just I've had enough. I've had enough of the idea of Kurt Rambis and Jason Kidd. And hey, maybe Magic was on something. He realized this isn't it. That we do not have the people in position to kind of turn this thing around. Maybe he realized that. Maybe he realized we're just a bunch of fools. And hey, he got out when he wanted to get out. He got ahead of the narrative instead of behind it. Whereas right now, Genie's behind the narrative, Rob's behind the narrative, whoever the hell Under Rambus is, is behind the narrative. Kurt Rambus and Jason Kidd are behind the, behind the narrative instead of in front. Ty is getting way in the hell in front of the narrative. He's saying, You guys try to do this, you guys shortchange me. Why are we shortchanging Ty Lue? If he wants five years, give him five fucking years. What other coach out there has head coaching experience, that has head coaching experience would you want right now that would actually come? There pretty much is nobody. And hey, if you want to kind of like say, hey, Kawhi, you're able to pick your head coach. There really isn't anyone besides maybe he wants some of the assistant coaches from the San Antonio Spurs. That's the only other idea that can make sense. Or maybe Jimmy Butler takes an assistant coach from Philly to L.A. But none of those coaches are going to have head coaching experience, which you're going to need if you're going to pair LeBron James next to a superstar with this young core. You can't just be some assistant coach that has zero head coaching experience. You can't be thrown into this fire. Because we threw Jeannie Buss with zero management experience into the fire. We have threw Rob Palenka, who had zero experience, in the front office. Into the fire. Same with Magic. Same with whoever the fuck Linda Rambis is. And then you throw an idiot. Like Kurt Rambis into this equation. Who wanted to play Kristaps Porzingis. At the small forward position. And you get what you give. The Lakers right now. Are giving us. Basically 1%. They were like here. We're, we're trying. But like we're barely trying. And the results are what they are. All that needs to happen is hiring the right people, which hopefully this protest that's going to happen in a couple hours starts leading towards. We don't need a lot of pieces to become what we need to become. We just need the right people calling the shots. And that can all happen this summer. You just got to get your guys' heads out of your asses. And Jeannie, you put the pressure on Jim to kind of live up to his expectation of when he said... We're going to be a contender in X amount of years. I think you should give us an ultimatum as well because you're looking a lot like Jim right now. And we're not going to stand for that. But yeah, this is going to be a shorter podcast. Probably like only 30 minutes and we're probably at the finish line right now. It's just there are a ton of things I needed to get off my mind as a Lakers fan that this almost feels like rock bottom. We are the laughing stock of the NBA while having LeBron James. Do you realize how hard that is to do? I don't think I don't think Lakers fans realize how hard it is or how hard it was for us to become what we are right now. While having LeBron James, while having Lonzo Ingram and Kuz. It's just it's fascinating how far we've fallen, how far we fucked up. And good on other Laker fans for kind of waking up and realizing, hey, this shit actually smells like shit. But, again, this can all be changed this summer. Get the right people, hire the right people, and then boom. You have a solid foundation to work with going forward. This summer, we either become the Los Angeles Lakers again or the New York Knicks. And I'm not confident that we do not become the Knicks. Anyways, this has been Daniel Belts. Um, follow on Twitter as well as following Zotime Podcast on Twitter. Follow Hoops and Brews on Twitter. Uh, hit us up with any question you guys might have. Until the next time we speak, go Lakers.